Hello, footy fans. Welcome to the In The Clear NRL podcast. I am Chris Bolas and I'm joined by Lauren Stroh. Hey, Lauren, how are you going? Hi, Chris. I'm good, thanks. How are you? Oh, can't complain. I guess another busy week in the world of rugby league. Um, give us your take on the whole Anthony Griffin situation down there at Penrith. I found it a bit bizarre, really. I thought uh, Penrith, are, they're in the top eight. They're doing well. I mean, uh, at times they're not convincing, but uh, I think they could... Uh, probably have gotten it together and, and been a real contender for the premiership. But I think this, uh, with only four weeks to go, this might have sort of uh, thrown them off a little bit. Yeah, I'll just throw my two cents in because I just I can't believe that a club can uh, could possibly think about doing this four weeks out from the finals when their team's equal fourth. Uh, mm. It makes no sense to me whatsoever. I'm not sure what's going on behind the scenes, but what's what we're being told here, what the information we've been given, it makes no sense for a team that you know potentially could push for a premiership to get rid of their coach when you know it just it just it's mind-boggling to think that you know, I'm not sure who's pushing it whether it's the players whether it's the board um, obviously something's not right there but surely you wait to the end of the season to make the change yeah you would think so I mean as you say four weeks to go I can understand uh, you know if there has been problems and there has been rumors of, of issues particularly between Griffin and Gould uh, all year and you think okay well if that's the way it is and, and you've lost the dressing room and that's what seems to be coming out fair enough you understand there's got to be changes made but with four weeks to go and as you say equal four Penrith have been doing well um, particularly in the last 20 minutes you see they've had some great comeback wins in the last few weeks which shows even if they are getting a bit tired towards the end of the season there's still that desire and passion there to win games you think surely you give you give the guy till the end of the season and um you know i think it's just indicative of the nrl overall really i, I find that the attitude towards coaches and i feel so sorry for them because you know uh you know teams like the eels and you know uh, canberra and, and even manly you think uh, there's only so much that these coaches can do with players and, and if players can't go out and perform or you know they're they're not doing exactly how you think they should be going well you know it all sort of still comes back on the coaches which i, which I think at times uh, the players need to stand up and take a bit more responsibility as well for for how they've been going and performing yeah it's my favorite phrase uh lost the dressing room i don't even know what that means like you got this is their job they're they're paid very good money to play football and the coach is the boss you listen to the boss sometimes you don't get along with your boss you know it's not just rugby league but in life you just have to get on with the job and you know you got to turn up you train you follow a game plan and that's it and if you don't like it you finish your contract you go to a new club i just don't when they say they lost the dressing room, it's it's like a little kid, you know, doing a tantrum saying, "I'm not going to play for you." Yeah. Just, if you bow to all the, if you know, you, the successful clubs don't do that. You can't just bow to a couple of players. I heard James Maloney on radio the other day saying that he's okay with him. So you'd think it'd be the senior players. If it's not him, then it's you know, I'm not sure. Mm. Who, yeah, there's not many senior players at Penrith. So if it's not coming from the players, it's coming from the board. It's you know, if the, to me, the result. All the all, in rugby league, there's one thing that matters, and that's results. And at the moment. You know, they're coming fourth, equal fourth. You know, they've got two easy games coming up against the Titans and Knights. You'd think they'd win and go in the top four. So to me, it makes absolutely zero sense to do it right now. You know, they're talking about, it's obviously they do, it's a play to get, keep Nathan, Nathan Cleary at the club. The CV, and, mm. that's, and that's the other issue. <laughs> you know, you, you, you're trying to target a coach who's on contract for another two years at another club. Yeah. And rightly, I'm so glad the West Tigers digging in, whether it's just a, a facade to try and, you know, as a bargaining chip to say, you know, to try and get some more money out of them or to try and even get a player in return for Ivan Cleary, who knows. But, you know, at the moment, West Tigers are digging in and hopefully hopefully they do because, you know, it's on, they're trying to rebuild the club. They've got a coach they've signed in for a long-term deal. 
They've, they've got all these, you know, they're on the verge of the eight. Um, you know, they've signed a couple more players for next year. And, you know, oh, I just, it's just, it's just really, yeah, it's rugby league. You can't expect anything less, but just a strange story. It really is. Yeah, and I, I agree with you. I'm really glad that the Tigers are digging in because as soon as I, I sort of saw that news, uh, one of my first thoughts was, I bet they're going to make a play for Arvin Cleary. And I thought, you know, and uh, why would you want to go back to the club that sacked you three years ago anyway, really? I mean, he's made good at the Tigers. They have have had a bit of an up and down season, but, you know, they're starting to get a bit of a groove. And, and especially a few weeks ago, beating South, I mean, they show they can be a competitive team. So you think, uh, really, why Ivan... Why would he want to go back? Why not stay there? And as you say, if they're they're that keen to sort of work together, then I'm pretty sure that you know you could lure Nathan uh, Nathan over once his contract is done. But um, yeah, as you said before, you know it, it is. It's a professional game, and that's what I've never understood when they say you know the senior players this and that. There seems to be a lot of it in NRL where the clubs just sort of bow to you know two or three senior players who have obviously got upset with something that's happened between them and the coach. I mean, if anyone else tried to pull that in their everyday life, they'd, they'd just get fired, you know, instead of going, oh, well, if that's the case, we'll get rid of the boss and, you know, have a turnover every few years. I think if you're going to play at a professional level, you need to act professionally. And as you say, it's your job to turn up, stick to the game plan, perform to the best of your abilities. And if you're not happy, you, you move on when you get the opportunity. Yeah, it just, you know, it just, I guess it's the modern, you know, the modern age, you know, human being now, like the, the 20-somethings, you know, the, the teenagers, they don't like being mm. told something, um, you know, directly, you know, it, sometimes you got to cuddle them. And I, don't, I think that was the anti it's probably a bit old school. And the players, you know, that, it, you got to, as a good coaches adapt to different styles and, you know, they can, they can see situation and handle it differently. Um, Griffin, by reports, you know, he just had his old way and tried to do everything himself. But he's fallen on his sword now. Um, do you think Penrith can win the competition now? Oh, I, I think it's going to throw them a bit. I don't, I don't think they'll have a chance of winning, not with this. Um, I, I think they could have gone pr- pretty deep into the finals. But uh, even at where they're at now, I'm not, not entirely convinced. Um, they have been coming back and, and staging a few good wins late in the game. But... Against uh, sort of your top three sides there, you look at Melbourne Souths and, and Roosters, I think uh, if they gave them a, an extensive lead like they have against, say, Canberra or Manly, I don't think uh, they would be able to come back against uh, quality teams like that. So I think they, they definitely would push for it. Uh, I don't think they would have won the comp, but uh, it would be interesting to see, you know, even though they do have those, those couple of easy games, whether or not uh, they really win those. Or, I mean, even the, the Knights, you know, they often can come back and, and push teams that you wouldn't expect. So I think it'll be interesting to see mentally how the, the club and the players handle this over the next few weeks. Yeah, speaking of the top teams, they, uh, the two teams one and three face off this week, Souths versus your Roosters, or our yeah. Roosters. <laughs> yeah. um, it's crossed. getting it's uh, well, it's, it's women in league round this round, uh, this this week. Um, what do you think of women in league round? Do you like it, Lauren? Um, I, I just... I don't mind it. I think it's it's good. It is good to acknowledge uh, all the people that, that do things for our game. But to be honest, I think it'd be nice just to have one big round and acknowledge, you know, everyone because there's just so many different facets of the community that that put into league. And then we seem to have so many rounds throughout the year that it, I I feel like it's to some extent become a little bit meaningless, a little bit tokenistic now. When it first started, everyone was really behind it. And it was a great initiative, but it's sort of just plateaued a bit. I think maybe if we had one or two weeks where we had did a, a big thing in league and, you know, we had the big Indigenous and the women and, you know, maybe to some extent, you know, um, the players, you know, the, the, the play with disabilities, 
uh, stuff like that, it'd be great to, to just bring it uh, yeah, back a bit more and, and really make a bigger thing out of it because it just sort of seems now to just be another round. Um, it doesn't quite get the attention and the focus um, that it needs to. And I guess particularly with uh, the women's game at the moment and, and the way it's going, great guns, um, yeah, I think it'd be, be great to maybe even have a few women's games before the men's games and start playing it that way would be, would be really great to see. Um, give it a little bit more equality to, to the men's game. Yeah, well, they they are starting the women's premiership during the final series, and there's also the mm. women's grand final um, before the South Roosters game, Mounties versus uh, South, so which will be a good game as well. Um, talk, let's talk about the Roosters-Souths game. Um, Roosters have found form in the last few weeks. They're the, you know, they had a, you know, they, they beat the Cowboys. wasn't convincing, but they did win. Nah. Um, Souths were impressive last week against Melbourne. I thought they were... They were the most, you know, everyone got sort of jumped off them the last couple of weeks, but they were really impressive mm. against Melbourne when you consider they were behind um, against a team who'd won eight or nine in a row. And, you know, I think yeah. they were, it's going to be a really, really good game on Friday night. And you know, between Rooster Souths and Melbourne, I think they are the clear three teams, you know, I think that will battle out unless you, one of the, t- you would assume one of the other teams would jump out of the pack to, to fill that fourth spot. Mm. But I think they I think they'll be just making up numbers because I think these three teams have um, separated themselves. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you, as you say, you look at the others in the eight and uh, there have been teams like the Dragons and the Penrith that you thought maybe at the start of the season might sort of really contest, but uh, they've sort of slipped in the last few weeks and, and the bottom eight's always been a little bit tenuous there, the sort of chopping and changing. So I don't think any of those will really compete. As you say, those top three, will definitely one of those will win the premiership. I think it'll be a really good game with, with a lot of feeling uh I have to say, though, I'm, I'm not too sure that the Roosters can get up this week. Wow. I, even though we've had some big wins against you know, Manly and St George, uh, neither of those teams were really at the top of their game, and I don't know how much you sort of take out of bin, big wins like that. I mean, even though we're the, the best defensive team in the comp, uh, watching those two games with big leads, we did let in some, some pretty easy tries, which I thought was a little bit disappointing. I would have liked to have seen... Uh, seeing those teams get kept to a little bit less. And as you say, it wasn't exactly convincing against the Cowboys last week. Although I think missing Luke Keary is, is going to be a big loss for us and something that could hurt us against South, who are obviously uh, going to be on a, a big high from, from beating Melbourne last week. And, you know, they could get on a roll in the next few weeks. So I, I'm hoping that it'll be closer than last time. Um, but I'm, I'm, I think maybe just with the way Souths have been playing, uh, they may get up over us, but you know, in the, they did almost lose to the Eels and, and they have lost to the Tigers a couple of weeks ago. So I guess you can't really be too assured of their form either based on, on one game last week. Yeah, it's it's um, it's the, the Damien Cook show, I guess, for Souths. It's, um, it's yeah. trying to nullify him. You know, I think every team will, will look at the Burgess boys and they can stop those guys. It's, um, if they stop the trio, they sort of limit Cook. And I think that's the, every team will be trying doing the same thing. But... They, you know, I thought Inglis is going to be back this week. He's not. He comes back next week. That's another big plus for Souths um, mm. that, that they got coming in. But as you said, the Roosters do have Kiri to come back. They're a completely different team with Kiri in it. So I actually, I actually agree with you. I actually think Souths will get the money on Friday night. Um, I, you look at the Roosters team, and I just, you know, without Kiri, just it limits a bit of their attack, and you know, it, it will put a lot of pressure on their forwards to, to muscle up against those the Burgess twins. Um, mm. Yeah, because if they don't do that, I think the game will be over before it even starts. But I'm, yeah, as I said, it's a it's a really it's a really good game. It's a really interesting round of rugby league actually across the board. Um, yeah, as you said, I, I, the the team I'm Cronulla is the team that's a bit funny for me. Yeah, what do you what do you make of Cronulla, Lauren? Because you know they should have they played Manly last week. Um, 
in the Shire and they should have won. They had they had that game won comfortably. They lost. Uh, them along with Penrith and George are just and Brisbane are sort of and the Warriors, I guess. They're just sort of they're tempting. They they they, they have a good game and then you know they just I, they're a weird they're a weird team, Cronulla. I'm not sure what had a had a what what to take from them. Yeah, I think a lot of the teams in the eight, it's very difficult. You, you sort of, as you say, you, there's teams you think, surely they've got to win this game. And there's been a few surprising uh, results in the last few weeks. Cronulla, I, I'm not too sure to make of them either. It's a one week they look fantastic, and especially at home, you think they'd win. And then, you know, to, to suffer a loss like that, I'd be very, very interested to see how they bounce back after that. Because, I mean, that's obviously, I think they're mentally, that's got to be a pretty tough loss to cop for. Go, going down to Manly, especially you know after the season that they've had, so I guess um, they've got so many quality players. Though I think sh- they should be able to bounce back this week and, and get a win. I imagine Shane Flanagan will have a good chat to them during the week and, and amp them up for this weekend's game. Yeah, and um, down the other end of the ladder, I guess the wooden spoon battle. Uh, I think it's, it's, it's a racing four: Manly, Parramatta, Cowboys, and Bulldogs. What do you make down? The, who's who's, who's going to get the dreaded wooden spoon this year, Lauren? Oh. Well, I would have said Manly, and then last week, you know, <laughs> they, they've had a win. Or you, you, and then you think Eels, they almost beat South. You don't know. And Cowboys, uh, I'd, I'd, I'd like to not see Cowboys get it this year. I mean, I, I do feel pretty sorry for them. They've, they've had a few issues earlier in the year, and especially with Jonathan Thurston's last year. He's just such a great player, such a great, uh, great guy. And it'd be nice to – obviously, they're not going to do well. They're not going to make the eight, but it would be nice to see them avoid the spoon in his last season. Um but, uh, yeah, I think it'll be out of uh, Manly and, and Parramatta at this stage, really, will be the, the two. Yeah, um, I think Parramatta, unfortunately, even though they have played well um, the last mm. few weeks, I think they're destined for it, unfortunately. If it, like, you look at the Bulldogs, have had a good, really good win last week against Brisbane. Um, it's going to be really interesting to see who gets it. But, you know, as I said, it's, uh, they're a nuisance value, those four teams, because they can play, a, you know, especially for the other teams, they'll... Uh, Provide a bit of challenge on the way in. Um, good to catch up, Lauren, in Women in League Round again, and we'll um, we'll see you next time in the running to the finals. Okay, time to run the rule over the rest of the round 22 NRL fixtures. I'm joined by Mitch Fleeskins. Mitch, welcome. Thanks, Chris. Good to be back and filling in for Matt once again. Yes, Matt's off again sick. Um, Mitch, we'll start off with your Sharks first, Mitch. Devastating loss to Manly on Sunday. Yeah, look, devastating, but uh, I think any Sharkies fan and, and follower of them for a long time would, would, would have seen this one coming. <laughs> um, the Seagulls, uh, we just tend to struggle against, and I mean, even in, in Golden Point, um, we, we tend to struggle a bit as well. So, like I said, not, not really a, a big surprise. I did think we weren't going to win. Like, I didn't even think it would get a Golden Point for a while there. I thought that the, the Seagulls were well on top of us, but then we came back. And, um, you know, I guess, uh, you know, a few, a few missed... Uh, Conversions, or you know, there was one misconversion that uh, ended up being the difference that, that could have saved the day. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, like I said, who knows where they are. Um, uh, but I do agree with with lot, what Lauren was saying before that um, you know they, I think they will be up for a big big game against the Storm, and I do think they're a pretty good uh, sneaky tip. Uh, yeah, I do, think you're gonna tip you're gonna tip Cronulla. Yeah, this week definitely. Um, that that's my tip. They do tend to have a, a decent. Um, I guess uh, run against the storm and, and you know, opposite to kind of how they go against the Sea Eagles. So they do tend to turn up against the storm. They just frustrate the storm. Um, the storm the last couple of weeks haven't been at their best. So 
Um, yeah, I think the time's right for them for t- to get that win back and see how it goes. But uh, yeah, if if they can't win them this week, then their uh, yeah, I guess their premiership credentials are really on the line, and yeah. they're going to be dropping well well down to eight potentially. It's going to be interesting. That I, I'm this is the game I'm most struggling with. I guess this week I'm going to tip Melbourne. I think Billy Slater. We're recording this on a Wednesday, but Billy Slater's expected to announce his retirement um, from the game. So I think they'll have a bit of extra motivation. I think just for that alone, I think I'm going to go Melbourne. Um, that's the final game on Sunday at Amy Park. We'll start on Thursday night, the Brisbane Derby. Cowboys versus Brisbane up at 1300 Smiles. Um, Cowboys really good last week against the Roosters. They, you know, they've got their full pack. Scott and McLean are back. I really like how they're playing. Brisbane are actually missing a um, few of their forwards, especially Tavita Pangai has been named on extended reserves list that Maguire's out suspended for pulling someone's hair. Um, I'm going to tip the Cowboys an upset here. I'm, I think I'd like the Cowboys up there. Yeah, I think it's a pretty safe bet, just, um, especially with how up and down the Broncos have been. But I'm going to stick with the Broncos, yeah, just on form and, and you know positioning the ladder. They've got a little bit more to play for. That's right. It's a going this time of year. It's about what you, what you play for. I think it's going to be it's you know Brisbane are dollar sixty favourites. I don't know. I, I really like the Cowboys. I think it's my I, um, they're trying to avoid the spoon, so they got a lot to play for. Um, it's going to be very interesting. Brisbane are hot and cold, as you said. Very very interesting. Uh, first game on Friday, the Warriors against Newcastle over there. Um, it's a Warriors win all the way here, I think. Yeah, it's a, it's almost a definite Warriors win, which makes you kind of think that you should probably tip the Knights. So, um, <laughs> well, Pierce and Ponga are both you know in debt. They've been named, but both in debt. If they both don't play, you'll think the Warriors are special. Yeah, the Warriors really need this one to, to kind of just I guess um, get themselves back in the right mind frame, like back to you know good to see them back in the winning circle again last week, but. Um, you know, if they want to play finals footy, then you know they are on that that those bottom three and the eight that uh, can potentially drop out if the Tigers go on a run. So they really need to you know cement their position here. If they can't put it up against the Knights, then they're in the same boat as Cronulla, and the ship could potentially be sailed. Very true. Well, we did a preview before of the South Roosters game. I did tip South. I'm even trying to. I think even in the last five minutes, I think I might have changed my mind to the Roosters, but I'll stick with South. Well, here we go with the blockbuster. Yeah, look, I've got South as well. Uh, I think they they've got just enough to, to beat the Roosters, but the Roosters, especially, I believe they're missing Kiri. Kiri, yeah. Um, that's a, that's a big loss for them, I think, and and I think this, that Souths should be able to if they are the present. Anyway, they are the premiership favourites now. Um, if they're going to go on and do that, they need to you know, um, show the Roosters where they where they belong. Right? Yeah. Well, the under siege uh, Panthers travel to the Gold Coast, taking the Titans. All eyes will be on this game. New coach Cameron Seraldo in charge. Um, the Titans have been known to pull off an upset this year. You know, there's again one of those teams that are hot and cold, um, but you can't see any goals so unless unless Penrith um, miss the plane to the Gold Coast. I think they'll be too strong for for the Gold Coast. Yeah, I think this is going to be a big one for the Panthers. Um, I think they're going to come out the the, the gates firing um, rather than playing the, the catch up game that they have been in the past three weeks. Um, so yeah, I, I expect this one to go. You know, possibly forty or fifty points. Wow. Um, what are you? Manly. This is this and the Manly Manly Bulldogs. Um, both teams out of contention. Both teams coming off a win last week. Um, Bulldogs have been really good since Woods and, and Bay have departed. They've you know, sort of galvanised the group and playing really strong footy. Um, Manly, you know. They won last week. They should have won the week before. You know, they're a dangerous team, Manly, when they've got it all on because they've got, we've talked about it before, the Trevojevic brothers, Cherry Evans, um, Marty Tapao. They've, the, they've got the foundations. They have a good team. The problem is that they're you know, putting back-to-back weeks together. Canterbury playing really strong consistently. This is a genuine, it's a genuine 50-50 game. They're, play, um, they're playing at McGrath Foundation Stadium. They've renamed it for this week for a mini league round. There should be a big crowd there at Brookie. Um, 
I'm going to tip Manly just for that fact, but wouldn't surprise me the Bulldogs just grind out a victory here as well. Yeah, in the immortal words of Matt Lawrence, though, who cares? Um, yeah, it is exactly right. Uh, I, I do think I, I like the Seagulls as a team. As a team. Uh, well, not as a team. I, I hate the Seagulls, but I think what they've got in their team is uh, you know a, a strong enough team that they, will be, they should be. Well, they're probably the, the biggest underperformers for me of the year. Mm. Um, I really think they would have. Uh, they should have been up around the eight. But um, instead, they're fighting to avoid the wooden spoon. So I, I think they're going to have more than the Bulldogs will. But the, like you say, the Bulldogs have had um, you know, a bit of a run of form uh, over the last couple of weeks as well. So but I'm going to tip the Seagulls, though. Uh, I think they've got enough at home to, to kind of steal it. Yeah, big acid test this week for the Dragons playing Parramatta. Uh, Parramatta should have, got them, uh, should have beaten them down there at Wollongong a few weeks ago. So very interesting to see if they can bounce back because, you know, are they collapsing? You know, we've talked about it. You know, for the last three or four weeks, they're on the, de- they're definitely on the decline. It's whether they can, you know, hit an upslope to, towards the finals. No Paul Vaughan, massive because he's been probably their best player. Um, I'm tipping St George, but without any confidence whatsoever. Yeah, this is my one that I'm going to flip a coin on. Really, um, yeah. uh, and I'm going to tip the Eels. I think they they do have a little bit of the wood on the Dragons at the moment. Just uh, and with the you know the, the the people missing from the Dragons, it just it could be a um, anything goes kind of night and uh, you know who knows maybe we'll see a hat trick from Jared Hayne that's yeah, the kind of game I think he's been playing really be. well and yeah he's been playing really well lately um, speaking of anything can happen Canberra versus West Tigers down in Canberra it's um, this game genu- the Raiders have had the wood on the West Tigers for several years and do generally put on a lot of points um, down there the, the West Tigers you know whether the Ivan Cleary you know I think it could take an effect on them knowing that their coach could jump ship it won't be resolved you wouldn't think by Sunday so Playing in a bit of a uh, state of confusion, I think uh, I think Canberra could you know flex their muscle here and put them a score. Yeah, yeah, I, I think this is the, a week that the Raiders will stand up. The West Tigers are, like you say, they're going to be in all all kind of state um, when they get down there. Um, I think yeah, like you say, the Raiders are going to get this one over the West Tigers, and the the Tigers' premiership aspirations are going to sail away with it. Cool, and they finish up with Melbourne and Cronulla, which we've already done. Um, as I said, I just want to make a special mention of Mounties taking on Souths before the um, the Roosters-Souths game, uh, the women's grand final. Um, Mounties qualified through the grand final first, had a week off, and they take on a Souths team who have got four New South Wales players. It's going to be a great game, so if you can get out, if you're going to go out to the Roosters game, make sure you get there early. Kickoff's at 5.30 uh, at ANZ Stadium. They, they deserve a big crowd out there, so especially for women in league rounds. So... Um, good luck to all the teams this week. Um, shout out to all the volunteers and all the females involved in the game. Um, they do a great job. And um, get out there and watch your team this weekend. Um, only four weeks to the finals. So um, good luck to your teams. And, we'll, and catch us on iTunes and look us online to, um, for all our episodes. And we'll see you on next week. Thanks, Mitch. Thanks, Chris. See you guys next week. See you later.